Welcome to the Inside Scoop, Advantage College Planning's podcast. I'm Lindsay Ringenbach, and on the podcast today, we are talking about how to choose a topic for a college essay. Joining me are my colleagues and teammates, Jamie Pack and Gina Wilner. We are so excited about this conversation because we love to talk about college essays, and in particular, helping students find their story. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie and Gina. Thanks for having us. Great. So I'd love for us to start by talking about our own experiences with college essays, because I think that probably between the three of us, we have read literally thousands of essays. So Jamie, you're kind of our expert in this area. Can you share a little bit about your background? Sure. So essays are actually what brought me to college counseling in the first place. I have a master's degree in English, and during grad school, I was working as a writing tutor, and I started doing some editing work because I'm that special kind of person who thinks that commas are really fun. Um, So I spent several years working in higher ed, but always edited on the side and started working with high school students pretty early on and found that it was a really unique experience. Um, I really love this work because it's, it's very different from general editing to help students find their voices and learn to tell their stories and advocate for themselves, often for the first time in their life because they're, because they're so young. So I've been reading essays and coaching students for much of the last decade, and that work eventually did lead me to the full spectrum of college planning and counseling, but essays are still by far my favorite part of the process. Yeah, that's awesome, thank you. And Gina, what about you? Yeah, so my more recent experience has been on the other side, which is reading the essays throughout the application process at Meredith College. And I've always really enjoyed that part of the application reading process is getting to the student essay and just learning more about students from that one part. Oftentimes that's the only real insight I would have into a student if I didn't have a chance to actually meet them during the application process at all. And in a few different cases, there were times where maybe a student's application was right on the edge of making an admissions decision. And there have been some really strong essays that have definitely positively impacted a student's application. And so just knowing the power of the the essay in, in the application process, I'm really excited to talk more about that today. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. And from my background as the assistant director of admissions at at UNC Chapel Hill, I worked in the office from about 2000 to 2007, 8. And so back then we were still reading applications through paper, like all of our applications were still printed out on paper. And I can remember just running to a photocopier so excited to copy the student's essay to all of my teammates because it was so good and so compelling. And we all would do that on the admissions staff. You know, we couldn't wait to share our favorite essays with each other and copy them. And I kept a folder in my office over a period of eight years, and I just kept all of my students' favorite essays. Uh, And I loved kind of looking back and seeing how different they all were and how a student's voice can really tell so much of their story and what their topic was, gave us insight into who they were. So I think this um, is such an important conversation that we're gonna have today because it is the part of the application process at this point that students can control. This is the time where they actually get to pick their topic. So today our podcast is gonna focus on how to choose a topic for the college essay. 
But because this scope is kind of narrow, we do hope that our listeners will find additional information about writing the college essay on our website. We have a lot of blogs and webinars for both students, parents, and educators so that they can really dive into the nitty gritty of getting the essay complete. But today we really want to just focus on what it's like to pick that topic, to finalize what it is I'm going to share, what is that main story that I want to give. And we talk a lot in a, as a group that any topic can really work for a college essay. Um, you know, last year when we were reading our students' essays, we had some really great ones. And they were all over the place. Students who wrote about chicken nuggets to students who wrote about their teeth. So <laughs> there's just so many different things that a student can choose. So since the sky's the limit, how can we really help students get started? Gina, what are some of your tips that you have for helping students? So the first thing I always like to suggest is start small. So I like to start with smaller brainstorming activities that are really focused on just writing down one or two words or a short list starting to take a little bit of that pressure off so that the first thing you're not trying to do is sitting down and looking at a blank screen with a cursor blinking, writing really important 500 word essay about who you are. That's, that's kind of intense to start with. So starting small and using some different brainstorming activities. There's a lot of uh, great ideas and resources out there. For example, Ethan Sawyer, the college essay guy, he's a great resource, a lot of different activities. Um, one thing that I love to do is have the students generate a list set a timer and have a short amount of time and generate a list of all the things that they love. And then maybe a list of all the things that they know. So for example, if they were going to teach a class, what, what could they teach a class on? Um, and that could be big things and small things, but really just to get the students starting to think about things that are important to them, um, different qualities they have, things that they value. So there are really great core value lists that you can use and try to narrow down a big list of 100 values down to your top 10 and then maybe down to your top three from there. And then the next step would be to try to start making some connections, right? So what do you love? And then how does that maybe connect to something that you really value? And just start talking about those things and putting those, those different things together. And then sometimes the next step would be then to do a short, just a short write, just a short free write, a five minute, just free write about that one topic and just see where that gets you, just kind of like a warm up. Um, another great thing to do would be to, to ask the question if there was one thing, only one thing your reader could know about you, what would that be? And have the student think about what that might be. Um, a fun thing that we like to do that I've done on the high school side as well is when students write their essay, um, pretend that I don't know the student and then look at it and say, okay, this is what you've written so far. Here's something really interesting I've learned about you, but here's what I'd like to know more. And so that can then help the student push from an interesting starting topic into something a little bit deeper that can turn into something really strong and a really powerful essay. But I think the most important Thing is the first step really needs to be small so it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Yeah, that's a really great message. I, I love that we're starting with a conversation about being self-reflective um, rather than starting with answering a question, right? Because mm -hmm. we really want our students to think about 
who they are, what they value, what they care about. I love those I love and I know games too. So I think that, you know, for students, really the main idea is you have to know yourself and be so self-reflective. And Jamie, you're so good at this. So, so can you share a little bit about how you, you help students do that? Yeah, sure. So again, I also love our brainstorming games and the lists and the ideas that our students generate are incredible. And it's a great way for me to get to know them and for them to get to know themselves. But um, there is a way to take it a little bit further. So I see a lot of students sort of dip their toes into the water when it comes to self-reflection and then the water is cold and they stop. Um, so they think of a great story or they take something from that I love or I know list and they think that they're ready to go. Um, but an entertaining story or a theme isn't quite a topic yet. So before a student starts writing, I encourage them to think about what their final takeaway is going to be. It's sort of what Gina was talking about earlier with what is that one thing you want your reader to know about you? And I call it the so what. So if you're really obsessed with the musical Hamilton, so what? Or you're close with your grandmother and she taught you how to garden and grow vegetables, so what? Um, so what does the student hope the reader learns about them by reading that essay? Because that's why we write the essay in the first place, right? Um, it's not just an entertaining story or proof that you can write and do a topic sentence, because we'll get to that in a webinar later, but there shouldn't be a topic sentence. It's a personal statement. So it's a chance for the admissions officer to get to know that student as a person. So while we're still in that brainstorming stage, it is important to start thinking about what the student wants the colleges to know about them. And that's where activities like that core values activity Gina mentioned really come into play. It gets a little bit deeper and a little bit more reflective. Yeah, that makes sense. I love that. Good. Um, so is there anything that really we should not encourage a student to write about? I know that we've got some, you know, great brainstorming, but as they're brainstorming and they come up with some ideas that, um, maybe they're having a hard time latching onto and we kind of think that maybe they should stay away from those. What are some of those topics that we really want them to uh, avoid? Sure. So let's start with overused topics. And I want to be careful because I don't want students to get too bogged down thinking they have to come up with an original topic that no one has ever written a college essay about before because that's almost impossible. Um, but there are topics that do come up again and again and kind of become white noise in the admissions office. So sports is a big one. Um, what your sport taught you about leadership, what your losing season taught you about resilience. Um, and if sports aren't your thing, the same applies for the school play or a recital or a competition. They're really meaningful experiences for many students. And I don't want to take away from that. Um, but colleges do receive thousands and thousands of essays like these. My, one of my favorite statistics is a little out of date, it's from 2018, but Ohio State had over 4,000 essays that were just about athletics. And many of those essays have the same tone. Um, they're kind of carbon copies of each other and aren't revealing anything new or unique about that student in particular. Along the same lines are short-term experiences like mission trips, summer camp, volunteer experience, etc. Um, so often students want to write about their best moment or their best self. And I've read tons of essays about how an experience opened a student's eyes or changed their lives forever or made them a better person in the essay ends. And that's not quite enough. Those are usually vague essays that present a moment in time but don't have that so what that we talked about earlier. 
So generally, unless a student can point to something in their life now that shows that yes, they did change and here is how their everyday life is different as a result of that meaningful experience, I recommend we look for a stronger topic that can reveal more about that student. There's also usually a topic of the year based on what's going on in the world. And I'm sure everyone can guess what that topic is going to be for the foreseeable future. There are gonna be so many essays written about COVID-19. Again, super impactful, super meaningful for students. But students are all in the same boat and it's become a universal experience. So how is one student's essay about adapting to online learning or coping with the cancellation of a spring event that they've been working towards all year going to differ from their classmates essay on the same topic? Finally, there are controversial topics. So this generally isn't the time to get into anything too polarizing. You don't know who's going to end up reading your essay. You don't know their story or their background or where they're from. So while things like politics and religion may be a huge part of a student's story, you don't wanna tell that story in a way that potentially alienates or offends the person who is making the decision on your college application. Now, having said all of that, I'm gonna contradict myself. I've read amazing and powerful essays on each subject I just mentioned, but they were really mature and thoughtfully and carefully written or they were unique perspectives that broke the mold on a common topic. So it's not impossible to write about these things, but I would say definitely approach with caution. Yeah, that's great. I love that um, you brought up trying to avoid maybe writing about your proudest moment or your biggest achievement. And I think when, when families get together to talk about the student's essay, that's one thing that moms and dads tend to really get excited about. Okay, well, this is obviously going to be your topic because it was like amazing and the biggest deal ever. And we're so proud of you. And that's fantastic. But the college essay just isn't the time to choose a topic that really sounds braggy or, um, you know, like too big for your britches. So I, I love that you kind of cautioned against using a topic from a proudest moment experience and instead thinking about things that are more realistic and really are more personal and matter in a deeper way. Um, so I, I love all of that. So Gina, um, you know, we, we kind of have talked about this idea of self-reflection and, you know, starting from within to choose that topic, but we've kind of avoided talking at all about the prompt. So can you share with us a little bit about kind of your philosophy around looking at the prompts and how they might be different in main essays and supplements? Sure, so the first thing I would say, and this might be contrary to what you might be planning to do, but I would say the best thing to do is come up with your topic before going into reading the different common app prompts. and. The reason for this is because if you do the work to really do some self-reflection and do some of the activities that we were discussing earlier, you're much more likely to come up with an essay topic that's going to be more unique and something that's really sounding like you and something that's really reflective of your own personal experience. Whereas if you start by looking at the common app prompts, for example, and then coming up with an idea that might fit into one of those prompts, you're already limiting yourself a little bit by doing that. And you're not really having a chance to do as much self-reflection and coming up with a topic that might be a little bit more unique. So 
like we were saying, pretty much any topic, including chicken nuggets, <laughs> could be um, a really strong essay, as long depending on how you put it together. And so you're really much more likely to generate a really authentic and interesting topic if you start with yourself first, and then work on looking at okay, how can this topic that I've that I feel really passionate about and that I feel really strongly about now, how can I relate that to one of these multitude of different prompts within the Common App? Now, that's a little bit different than supplemental essays. So the supplemental essays are the additional essays that individual colleges or specific programs within a college may ask you to submit are very different. You definitely want to start by reading those prompts first because typically those prompts want you to address something about the institution or the program. And it's definitely not a time when you would just take the prompt, the essay that you've written for the general prompt and copy and paste it into that supplement. Um, it's, it's a completely separate essay and usually they have really specific questions they want you to answer. So you definitely would want to read those prompts first. And I know we'll be having an upcoming blog post that will be addressing those supplemental questions as well. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Yeah, that's great. Go ahead. Thank you so much. Um, before we wrap up this conversation, are there any last tips or pointers that you would give to students when they are struggling to find their prompt? And maybe they've done some of the brainstorming activities and they're just having some really um, hard time coming up with what they want to write about. Any last tips or any advice that you would give to students who are struggling? Yeah, I think that outlining can be really useful. And sometimes I'll have a student outline more than one topic and outline more than one prompt and figure out which one makes them excited. Which one are they wanting to write more about? If they're having to force this essay out, often it reads that way. It reads a little bit forced as well. Um, so trying to, to settle on a topic that does excite them because we're gonna go through a couple drafts. We're gonna spend a lot of time diving deeper and deeper into this subject. So what can they talk the most about um, and what excites them to talk about as well? Yeah, that's a great point. I love that. Good. I think that um, I've had some of my students do the same thing where they've settled on maybe three or four different topics and they could write a little bit on each um, and they kind of aren't, aren't sure how how they will read and so we've kind of talked it through and I think that's been kind of helpful when I say okay can you just talk out loud about this story and you know just having them verbalize what it is they want to say without having to like sit down and write a whole paragraph I, I think was I was able to see the reaction in their face and you know the tone and so I could understand a little bit more about yeah, exactly what you were saying, Jamie, about which one they were getting more excited about. Which one were they talking faster as they were talking about it? And I think that does help to kind of cement that idea that, yep, we found it. This is definitely your topic. So I think that's great. Yeah, good. All right. Well, that wraps up this podcast. Thank you so much, Gina and Jamie, for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Great. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.